Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Welcome in to Joe and Amber here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. It is the cleanest show. In all of America, Mark Zeno, Mike Wells, in for Joe and Amber here on this Friday evening. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. A lot for you in a jam-packed next two hours. We have more lists for you. I'm sure everybody is excited to hear mine. I know Mike is as well. As well, the most, the biggest, the best, most self-promoting swag athlete in all of sports history. We'll tell you who it is coming up later on the show but we have a lot to get to first, and before we start with Saquon Barkley and the impending franchise tag, Mike Wells, how you doing on this Friday? I'm doing all right. I f- all right, Mark. I feel like you and I were just together. That's right. We were together we were. Uh, less than 24 hours ago. I just hope in the past 22 hours, um, your list, your ability to put together lists when it comes to rankings has improved in order. I'm saying in order because we had four to five <laughs> yesterday, <laughs> so I just hope your order on your list has gotten better with a good night's sleep. We will be ranking the top five MVP candidates heading to 2023, and I guarantee you, you will at least take umbrage with one name on that list. But <laughs> that is why we do what we do. All right, we are less than 72 hours from the franchise tag deadline for a contract extension for Giants running back Saquon Barkley. is the only franchise tag out there without a long-term deal. And the Giants have some real decisions to make because – In 17 games with Daniel Jones as a starter and Saquon Barkley in the lineup, Daniel Jones has thrown 44 touchdowns, 17 17 interceptions, and average over 230 yards per game. When Saquon Barkley is not in the lineup, the 19 games that Daniel Jones has started, 16 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, and just 198 yards per game. Mike, clearly they need Saquon Barkley to help Daniel Jones to make him better in what is a very pivotal year for the Giants as they try to build off a playoff you know, run from last year, including a playoff win. And without Saquon Barkley, who by certain accounts that we've heard may threaten to hold out, we're a long way away from week one and a lot can happen between now and then. But uh, the longer this thing is out, the tougher it gets. Deadline spur action. So we got less than 72 hours. You're, you're right about that. And we, we, we know Saquon Barkley and his reps are putting a push on the Giants to get the contract to uh, get a long-term deal taken care of. If I'm Saquon, I'm in the ear of my starting quarterback, Daniel Jones, and I am reminding him of those numbers you just read off of when Saquon's been out there. Daniel Jones has 44 touchdown passes to just 17 interceptions in those 34 starts. But without Saquon, 16 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. So I'm taking that paper there to, to ownership and saying, hey, look, this is why we need Saquon. Take care of him. He 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 is my he's my jelly to my peanut butter, my ketchup to my mustard, salt and pepper. They go together. They need each other. Because without Saquon, I'm not expecting Daniel Jones to continue to have the same type of success that he had last year. He had his he had his his best year in the NFL with Brian with Brian Dable as his head coach and with Saquon Barkley out there for sixteen of the seventeen games last season. So 
they have to make a push and say, get it done, do whatever it takes, because we have to close the gap on the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC East. Because we know that you look at the entire NFC, Mark, the NFC is not good. There, there, are, there are very few good teams in the NFC. The window is wide open right now for the New York Giants to, to take a, a leap. If they don't, this is a horrible time to be taking a step back because at some point the rest of the NFC is going to actually get some quarterbacks out there and uh, be more competitive. Well, you mentioned that. I mean, look, it is a great opportunity for everybody not named the Eagles and 49ers to put themselves in position in a postseason game, which essentially can sometimes boil down to a coin flip, to possibly do things that nobody thought certain teams could do on their way to winning the NFC and possibly making a Super Bowl. But before we get there, this deal seems to be coming down to, as we spoke with last night, Pat Leonard, uh, New York Giants Daily News reporter, that it's about guaranteed money. And according to Damian Woody, Damian Woody rather, ESPN NFL analyst from ESPN Radio Morning, said that the Giants are dug in on Saquon Barkley's contract. I don't see this situation resolving itself. I think the New York Giants have dug in. I think that because of the state of, you know, where the running back market is in today's NFL, you know, it's just hard to give those guys that, that second long-term deal um, because a lot of times you're not getting a return on your investment. And so I think a lot of organizations, a lot of teams are afraid to invest big dollars long-term in a running back. I think Saquon needs the Giants more because I think the shelf life of a running back financially is a lot shorter than a lot of other positions. To this end, you heard him talk about the second contract for running backs. Now, running back shelf lives are not long. Um, And you look at guys who hit that second contract, they're 25, 26 years old, in that range for the most part. And before 30, most of these guys are, are spent. I would say Derrick Henry being the lone exception to that, a guy who still looks like he's got plenty of tread left on his tires. He had over, I think, 1,300 yards last year, and that was coming off a foot injury as well. So you look at the average annual contract of some of the biggest running backs in the league. Christian McCaffrey's at $16 million. Kamara's at $15 million. Derrick Henry at twelve five. Nick Chubb at twelve two. Joe Mixon at $12 million. Is Saquon Barkley, he said he doesn't want to break the bank, but does Saquon Barkley deserve to be in that $12 million annual range? Because I would lean no. Man, goodness, Mark, I hate when I agree with you, man. I'm in that same same category, not based off of talent. Talent, yes. But his resume since entering the NFL in 2018 – he is only he played all 16 games his rookie year in 2018. Took the league by storm. Played in 16 of 17 games um, last season. 19, 20, 21. That was not the case. He was dealing with injuries. He 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 was out there. The reality is he has to try to get as much money as he can because the days of having a Frank Gore who looked like he he could still run into his 40s, those days those days are done. You're not getting. You're not having running backs play at a high level still in their mid-30s. But you, you mentioned Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, if I'm not mistaken, is 31 years old. And you're right. He looks like he can keep going. He's a freak of nature. He is a freak of nature out there. So um, it, 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 it's going to be tough for uh, Saquon to go out there and see, uh, to try to get that kind of money and think he's going to be able to run at a high level in his 30s. What happens to running backs more than anything, and especially when it comes to their contracts. You know the old adage that the most important ability is availability. If you go down the top 10 guys, top highest paid from an average annual value standpoint of what they make per year, 
Caffrey Kamara, Henry Chubb, Mixon, Jones, Aaron Jones, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, and James Conner. When I go down that list, off the top of my head, Nick Chubb is the only guy I know on that list that has pretty much played every single game for his team. Maybe a game here and there, but that's a guy who plays 15, 16 games every single year. And the Cleveland Browns had no problem giving him a longer-term deal. Um, But, you know, this is a, a situation here where that's the biggest thing working against Saquon Barkley is he proved that he could be healthy last year. But what's to say if he can be healthy again? Because the minute that pen hits the paper, if you get hurt, we're all saying, I told you so. Yeah, no, you, you're exactly right. I, I mentioned Derrick Henry being in the 30s. Uh, he'll be 30 next year. That's when he – and yeah. he looks like he's still he's still able to run in, in his prime. But, no, you're exactly right. The days of running backs, the, the, the grind it out, not get injured at all, being able to play through everything. The littlest things, you know, teams try to ride these running backs, but you get the toe injuries, the hamstring in, injuries. Heaven forbid you get a torn ACL. It's just not, it's just not the same. And – you don't need running backs to dominate the line of scrimmage. You don't need that to happen anymore, with the exception of Derrick Henry, which is crazy. The fact that how much Tennessee leans on him because of, you know, not having to have Ryan Tannehill shoulder the load. The, the verdict is the questions are still out there for Daniel, Daniel Jones on if he can if he's capable of beating teams with his arms like that. So I see why you would still want to have Saquon Barkley as your, your primetime guy out there. I, I, I believe Daniel should be fighting to get Saquon as much money as he can because we don't know how good of a quarterback Daniel Jones truly is yet. Yeah, and and the thing working against Saquon, too, is look at a team like the Atlanta Falcons last year. A top-five rushing team with Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier, Caleb Huntley, and a couple of other guys that you've probably never heard of, and they were still able to run the ball incredibly successfully without a clear-cut number-one big-time back like Saquon Barkley. So the production, to a certain extent, is replaceable. The player may not be, but the production is. All right, coming up next here on Joe and Amber, I'm going to rank, I know, folks, get ready, there's another list coming, my top MVP candidates, and no, Patrick Mahomes is not number one on the list. That's next on ESPN Radio in the year. This is the Joe and Amber Podcast. Welcome back to Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Mark Zeno, Mike Wells in for Joe and Amber on this Friday. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. From the top five ready. NFL quarterbacks. Burrow. Touchdown, what a start. Two actually has one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. To the top five NFL fan bases. We're ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's Rank Them, the top five MVP candidates, number five. All right, Mike. Uh, I told you to get the phone lines ready because everybody who hated my, my top five quarterback list, there might be some issues with the MVP list here. Now, I will tell you this much. Some of this is through the prism of gambling and the odds on them to win it because of where they are. With that said, number five on my list might be one of the more controversial ones, but I think there's a real good reason here, and that is Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears. Now, 
Fields can do it with his legs. He can do it with his arms. Last year when he was on the field, the Bears were scoring 30 points a game. Their defense was giving up 35, so they couldn't win. But Justin Fields himself is an offense, is a defensive nightmare, right? And this is a guy right now that, for all intents and purposes, could rush for 1,000 yards next year. Whether the Bears' record is 6-11 and 10, six and 11 or whatever it may be, if he rushes for 1,000 yards as a quarterback, he's going to be in the MVP conversation. When you look at his odds at 20-1 to 1 to win the thing, the way that offense is structured around what they're asking him to do, now you add in DJ Moore, a bona fide target for him to throw to, his passing yards are going to go up, his rushing yards are going to continue to be there. They're going to score points in Chicago at a rate that not many people are expecting. And I think Justin Fields, when it's all said and done, at some point in the season, we'll get MVP consideration. Remember, we had Geno Smith in the MVP conversation last year. So don't act like Justin Fields with his arm and his legs would be that shocking of a deal for him to be in the MVP conversation. Number four. Patrick Mahomes. Now, part of this is because voters are very weird. They've already given him not one but two MVPs. So there is this sense now when we vote for MVPs, well, we got to vote for somebody else because we already given him two. The hard part for Patrick Mahomes is after the season he had last year, he's going to have to duplicate something close to that or depend on everybody else to sort of stink, which is not really a good way to go about winning the MVP that everybody else doesn't really have that great of a year and you win it by default. But when you put up the numbers that Mahomes put up last year, of course he can put it up again. But... Maybe does he have a new offensive coordinator that could change things? Eh, probably not. But nonetheless, he's got better wide receivers. He still has Travis Kelsey. But to ask a guy to do another 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns is really, really tough in back-to-back seasons. If anybody can do it, it's Mahomes. And plus, he's closest to one of the favorites to win this award. So I have him at number four. Number three. Joe Burrow. Burrow is going to put up numbers that everybody expects him to put up in an offense that's going to continue to score points. Last year, I think the interceptions maybe hurt him a little bit, um, but it was only 4,400 yards. He didn't play all 17 games, so his numbers look a little bit different. 35 touchdowns, which was, I think, tied for the second most behind Mahomes. You'll see all these same numbers again. I think for Burrow, it's about the seasons that everybody else has around him uh, because for Burrow, we know he's a named commodity, But this is also a guy, again, that's still with something to prove, I think really uh, is very much a guy who will be in this conversation. He, along with Mahomes, have the same exact odds to win this thing. So you're looking at a coin flip situation. Number two. Josh Allen. A ton to prove here. I think Allen this year will limit the interceptions. I think that Allen will continue to throw for more yards this year, but also it's about what he does with his legs. Because he is that dual threat, and he will rush for 700, 800 yards. When you start to see those numbers climb, if he can minimize the interceptions, I don't know why everybody's so hung up on his 14 interceptions but didn't care about the 12 for Mahomes and the 12 for Burrow, the two is not really a massive difference. And considering they won uh, 13 games last year, this shouldn't be that hard to figure out. But I know Allen wants this award, and I think with This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, it sounds, sounds like we had a little technical issues with my man, Mark. Uh, I'm trying to uh, hear who his final candidates are. Candidates um for the mvp race are i gotta tell you right now i was a little shocked to see that he had justin fields um at, at number five on that list yes they had an upgrade by get, by getting dj Moore. uh mark glad to have you back brother. I'm back. What, what you got, what you got so you got josh back? allen at number two correct yes yes okay well let's move on then number one it's jalen hurts jalen hurts and i'm shocked that jalen hurts is a 12 to 1 Odds to win this thing behind Allen, Burrow, Mahomes, and even Justin Herbert, for crying out loud. But Jalen Hurts this year is going to dazzle. His offensive coordinator is gone, but his quarterback coach moves up to be his offensive coordinator. So it's a smooth transition for him. He's got the wide receivers. Another guy who's going to run a lot. If you notice, three of the quarterbacks on this list for me are hardcore running quarterbacks. That is something that is going to make a huge difference in the MVP vote. Another guy that I think could average or get close to 1,000 yards rushing this year. And once you do that as a quarterback, you're automatically going to do it. And what's going to happen is, is because he's in the NFC, he's in a lesser conference, his, everything is going to look better for him when everybody else is only you know, 10 or 11 wins and he's up at 13, 14 for his team. That's going to play in his favor as far as winning this award. So Jalen Hurts at the top of my list. Again, Justin Fields at number five, Patrick Mahomes at four, Joe Burrow at three, Josh Allen at two. Jalen Hurts at one. Mike Wells, feel free to fire away. Man, uh, I was shocked to see Justin Fields on that list. And I'm a Justin Fields fan. Ever since I watched him on that uh, Netflix uh, show, QB1, when he was in high school, I've enjoyed watching him and uh, watching how he has grown. And I hope he will be an MVP one day in the NFL. But to have him at number five while leaving off – I would have had, personally, I would have had Lamar Jackson in that top five because he's going to come in motivated. That is, yes. He got his contract. He ain't motivated. He got paid. That's me dangling a carrot by mentioning Lamar Jackson out there. But um, Justin, I I can't argue in any of the uh, other four. Justin Fields was surprising. I love the Jalen Hurts pick. He's in my top five. He's not number one, though. But I love the Jalen Hurts motivation you have uh, for him on that list. 
And, and again, some of that is also about Justin Fields and the odds that he has at 20 to 1. All right, coming up next, there have been a lot of great pro athletes, but which athlete, Mike, did it with the best swag, was the best self promoter, and just was straight up pimping every time they were out there? That's next here on Joe and Amber. This is the Joe and Amber Podcast. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ah, welcome back. It is Joe and Amber. Mark Zinno, Mike Wells in for your Joe and Amber this evening. Uh, that was a repeat of last night. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, it's, I don't know where I'm wrong on that. I really feel like I hit it right on the head. And you and I actually went and looked at the 98. The Braves were legit. Like, that was they were, really they were good loaded. They I mean, were that, was, that was a team that easily should have went to the World Series. Man, so, I, uh, I, I yeah. got to tell you, this is only show number three for you and I. And yeah. what I like is we don't agree on a lot of things. And – if we continue to do shows on the road, which I hope we do, unless you tell them uh, afterwards I can never do a show with Mike Wells again, <laughs> we have a lot of non-sports-related topics that we could debate when oh, we're God. in that moment of the middle of July and there's not a lot of stuff going on prior to tr- to uh, the start of training camp. We can have we could be debating a lot of things that we are both very, very passionate about. What do you think would anger the rest of the ESPN radio staff outside of my – uh, top five quarterback list. That or my my take on how overrated macaroni and cheese is. Well, you're you're struggling and keeping everybody happy, but you seem like a guy who you can, <laughs> you seem like you could care less. I don't need any friends, Mike. I'm good <laughs> about keeping people happy based <laughs> off your list. So um, hopefully we will get into it at some point down the road if we do a show again because more and more people are going to grow to dislike you. I get that sense right now, Mark. Take a number, Mike. Take a number, okay? It's like the deli <laughs> counter. Number 63, you're up. Uh, tune into an NL battle tomorrow night as the Mets host the Dodgers. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. All right, let me give you the genesis of this conversation here. I, this morning I was just scrolling through Twitter uh, as I was, you know, just hopping online, and I saw a video of Ricky Henderson. And it was just a video of him simply being Ricky. You know, I mean, it, it's the... It's, it's the, the leadoff home run and the bat flip. Like, it, it feels like he originated the bat flip swag that we all see. You know, he did the snatch catch. He's always popping his jersey out. You know, he's like shuffling around the bases after a home run with this, you know, little hip swag and everything else. And I'm sitting here going, 
Nobody had it like Ricky. Now, I might be dating myself a little bit here. I know everybody, and I said to my, 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 my friend, I said, who had more swag and more self-promoting swag as an athlete? Deion Jones or Ricky Henderson? And he paused for a second. He goes, well, everybody's going to say Deion. I said, yeah, but I think it's Ricky. I think Ricky Henderson is at the top of the list of athletes that just had, and I'm talking about, Mike, stuff in the game. I'm not talking about, like, you know, we're going to get caught up now on social media stuff, what people do on the side, what people do on the sidelines. Ricky did all of his stuff while the game was going on, while a ball was in the air, while the game was actually being played, and he didn't bat an eye. Nobody pulled swag off and self-promotion off better than Ricky. And we know that because when he broke Lou Brock's record, he literally took the base, put it above his head, and just said, I am the greatest. Like Muhammad Ali for crying out loud. Today, I'm the greatest of all time. Thank you. There you go. Not without a hesitation. See, that's the thing. This is your idea, so you, you get to make the rules of it. But I think when you think about swag, I believe it's about what you do on the playing field, whatever whatever sport you're playing, and also how you mm-hmm. are off the field. You can't – I mean, Deion Sanders right now at Colorado, despite dealing with the foot situation, has swag. I mean, this is a guy, especially in the age of social media, where – he, you know, he he's always dancing and stuff. But go, let's let's go back to his playing days when he's with the Atlanta Braves and, and the Falcons and played in the NFL and everything. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a guy that was decked out with his gold chains nonstop. His you know Fila uh, sweatsuits, Nike sweatsuits. He had his Gucci bag, the sun sh- the the shades on, and when he made a play, he was out there doing doing the uh, what was the dance he did when he would uh, get an interception and nobody was around him. I step it. Yeah, he was high. He was high stepping into the end zone. So the complete package, I love it. You're talking about you're talking about Ricky on the baseball field. I'm not going to shortchange that. I love Ricky Henderson, the baseball player. He did it with a Jerry curl too, man. When he was out there stealing bases <laughs> <laughs> and out there, hey kids, Google the word Jerry curl, and it's J H E R I. That's how you spell Jerry <laughs> curl for the younger generation. Um, yes, I, I can't I can't knock how Ricky did it. But the Dion's complete pack arriving at games in a helicopter and stuff. I just loved that confidence that he presented. He felt like he was the best dress and the best person off the field too. I, I again, I, I for me, what you did on the field, I think takes a notch over. Like there are a lot of guys who have swag off the court, off the field, off the ass, whatever it may be. And, and that's okay. And at 888-SAY-ESPN, by the way, 888-729-3776, your athlete with the most swag, the most self-promotion, the most ability to pimp it when nobody else could. Um, I just I, – I, I marvel at how easy Ricky made it. Like the snatch catch, perfectly put. The movie Major League encapsulates it all. Remember the very first game they play and Willie Mays Hayes, a.k.a. Wesley Snipes, does the basket catch and he walks back to the dugout and Lou Brown, the manager, says, nice catch, Hayes. They'll never bleep and do it again. Ricky would do it again, snatch catch again, snap the ball, pop it up, pop his jersey, little shimmy, run back. Like, he did not care. And you were not stopping Ricky from being Ricky. Man, again, I'm going to give it – you're, you're, I just can't believe you won't change the rules of it being just on the field. 
Um, well, because, look, Ricky had a disadvantage. Like, nobody knew what he did with his personal life back then. We didn't have social media. There weren't cameras everywhere. No one was cell phoning him as he was walking through a restaurant or whatever. Hold on, no about, his outfit. About, and, and Deion Sanders did it in the 90s. They, he was out there using the gigantic Wesley Snipes-type cell phone from a New Jack City back in the <laughs> 90s, man. That's how he was rolling back in the day, Mark. I, listen, I'm with you. Like, I, I don't. These are one and one A, right? I think we're splitting hairs here to a certain extent. Now, our producers are asking us, what about Ken Griffey Jr.? Like, Ken Griffey Jr., and oh, by the way, you want another list? If, if, when people say who was the athlete who, uh, if they hadn't gotten injured, you know, would have had the greatest career, everybody defaults to Bo Jackson. It's not Bo Jackson, it's Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. would have every baseball, hitting baseball record there is if he had been healthy. So, uh, I, I like Ken. I wear my hat backwards still to this date as a 40-year-old man because of Ken Griffey Jr. Because he did it when it was young and it was cool. He oh, made his hat backwards that. cool. You, you, you wear a hat what, as what? a 40-year-old man? Next you're going to tell me you walk around uh, Atlanta wearing a sports jersey too at 40 years old. No, I don't wear jerseys. I don't do that. But, like, if I'm in the gym or whatever, my hat's, you know, if I'm going, you know, somewhere to, like, if I'm going to a sporting event, my hat is on backwards. Because of Ken Griffey Jr. He did it. He made it okay. He made it okay for everybody. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Brett's in North Carolina. Brett, who is the athlete that, to you, had the most self-promotion, the most pimp, the most swag? What about AI, Alan Iverson? Yeah, that's a good Thanks. one. Um, wasn't he, didn't he step over? Wasn't he like the first step over guy yeah, in the NBA? Yeah, over Ty Lue, the, over Ty Lue in the finals. He did, he did the step over. And, and, and he had that. That's just taking a man's soul, though. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and the thing about it, uh, Allen Iverson, what I'll say give him 6-1 on a good day. He played like he was 6-8, six, 6-9. Six, six, yeah. He, had that, he yeah. had that kind of confidence and that kind of swag when he was on the basketball court that it didn't matter. Come on, he's out there crossing up Michael Jordan early in his career and hitting a pull-up jumper from the top of the key over, you know, arguably the greatest player in NBA history. So that tells you that he, as a young kid, the confidence and his belief was right there. I, I, I didn't even think about Allen, Allen Iverson. Um, I know. 888-SAY-ESPN, the phone number if you guys want to join us, your athlete. I, I, I mean, again, I think AI was great and he had a lot. I, I just, I still marvel at the guys who were able to do it in the game. Now, we talk about like Michael Jordan, right? Jordan probably had a ton of it, but we never heard about it. Like the amount of smack he probably talked on the court to everybody was probably off the charts. We just don't know about it. The way we do, and that's the thing about Griffey. Again, he wasn't bashful about it. Let's go to Roe in Arkansas. Roe, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, first, I agree about Griffey. I played baseball, but I'm going to throw one at y'all. Adrian Broner got some of the best swag ever in sports, man. I just had to call and mention that. Uh, maybe if he would have won one or two more fights, it would be more talked about. But, man, I don't think there's too many people that talk noise as good or better than him. Of course, it's Floyd, but Adrian Broner, man, hands down. Yeah, I mean, now that you you mentioned boxing, like Floyd Mayweather comes to mind, but, you know, did Floyd ever, like, mess with you in the middle of a fight? I mean, I suppose from a boxing standpoint he did, but um, he would smile sometimes after he got, like, punched. You know, like, he would just let you know that you didn't, you didn't affect me. Uh, keep the phone calls coming, 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Let's go to Allen in Wisconsin. Alan, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, I, I was thinking about Sammy Sosa with the big old hop after the home run. The hop, yeah. The hop, the signature hop coming out of the home run. Ooh, man. 
man, we hey, listen, we we only thought about two guys. We got the callers that they they've brought in a couple they're, that they're I coming had, up with that, some good ones. Yeah, man. that I had not thought about them. I, I like Floyd Mayweather, man. The way you know, he definitely, he definitely had the swag when it came into now, when it came to being in the in the, in the boxing ring. It's interesting when you talk about off the court. Like, nobody, at least, let me rephrase, not nobody. One of the best trash talkers ever is Conor McGregor, right? Like, he had no problem when you put a microphone in front of him talking smack on anybody. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm not a Conor McGregor fan, though, but I'll, 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 I'll give you that one. I'm not, I'm, not a big, I'm not a big fan of his, so I'm uh, shy away from giving him any credit when it comes from uh, okay. the swag right. side. Let's go to Vito in South Bend. Vito, you're on ESPN Radio. Uh, how you doing, fellas? I think Joe Namath had big swag, too. That's a good one uh, from the standpoint of – and, again, he did it in an era where just TV and sports didn't really merge all that much. But remember, he was on magazine covers everywhere. You know, uh, he certainly – like, he's doing ads for everything. You know, I mean, he certainly had the personality about him. Uh, let's grab a couple more here real quick. Anthony is in Cleveland. Anthony, you're on Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio. Yes, sir. So I know I'm probably low-key going to get a lot of flack from him nationally, but I really don't care because he should have been in the all-star game. I'm going to give it to Josh Naylor. I know, yeah, I'm in Cleveland, what have you, but I know. look at the numbers. He's been producing it, man. So, you know, rock the baby, the whole thing. But, hey, he rocked the baby, but he crushed it. So let's get it. All right, let's grab one more here real quick. Art in North Carolina because I think his is really good. Art, you're on ESPN Radio. Yeah. How about – Destroy that stirs the drink, Reggie Reggie Jackson. That's a no. I mean, he was he was an amazing self promoter and backed it up all the time. When you go back and just look at highlights of Reggie Jackson running around on a home run trot, where his like whole upper body move, and he was a big dude. I don't think he gets enough credit for how big he was in his playing days there, Mike. But he would run like a linebacker for crying out loud. Yeah, and you, you think about the market he played in. That definitely helped out uh, being in, in, in the spotlight. God, yeah. Joe Namath and and Reggie Jackson are the two Reggie. two people that I definitely had not thought about when it came to having that 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 that, that confidence and uh, swag that they believe they were the top dogs in the sport they played. All right, coming up next here on Joe and Amber, we are going to take more of your calls on the athlete that had the most swag, the most self-promotion, the most ability to pimp it when nobody else could. I'm Mark Zeno. He's Mike Wells. It's Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. This is the Joe and Amber Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM, Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Mark Zeno, Mike Wells in for Joe and Amber. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Continuing the conversation, Mike. You know, I was wondering Ooh. after seeing a, a, a video on Twitter of Ricky Henderson, like who had more pimp? Who was the better self-promoter with more swag, more pimping than, than Ricky? I didn't think anybody did it. You know, Dion's really close, but we've now opened a can of worms here, and everybody yeah. is weighing in here. We've got Allen Iverson. We talked Floyd Mayweather. You know, we, we, we've got a lot of great names. Listen, I, I got to tell you, I hadn't thought about this guy. And, of course, 
it had to come from a, a friend of mine, Rhett, in Indiana. He mentioned Larry Bird. I mean, you would not think really? of Larry Bird in this situation. This, this, he's the same guy that would walk in the locker room at an all-star three-point competition and tell everybody he was going to win. Or he was guarded on the court and say he was going to take two dribbles right and hit a pull-up jumper. I mean, he he's a you know you look at his demeanor. Obviously, we know um, that the NBA is predominantly African African American, and you got this guy from Southern Indiana out there giving the Dominique Wilkins, the Chuck Persons, and everybody else the business on the basketball court and doing it in a subtle way. I didn't think of Larry Bird, but I I like him on that list as a guy that that definitely has some swag. Eight 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 say ESPN. Let's go out to Patrick online to in Indianapolis. Patrick, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? All right. Best punter of all time, Pat McAfee had the best swag on the field. He would he would stick it, then he would do the golf swing, he would do the swag walk, and he could lay the lumber. Nobody better. I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you have this one, Mark, because I need to still be able to uh, live in Indianapolis and uh, not have um, all the Pat McAfee um, fans come after me. Listen, I, I, I think McAfee probably has more swag now doing uh, sleeveless uh, radio and television, um, although yes. I challenge him to a, uh, to a sleeveless radio contest for arm size, but that's just me. Uh, by the way, which is interesting, that made me think of something when he talked about punters, and what about Antonio Brown? Wasn't he, who was the guy? Didn't he kick – didn't he kick a punter who tried to tackle him, like jump up and just put his foot in his chest? Was that, that like, a, kar- a, kar- that? like a, uh, a karate-type chop or yeah. something, if, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, yeah. M- Antonio yes. Brown had a lot of swag, too. Oh, man. I'm glad you're That's talking about uh, the, the football player, Antonio Brown, when he was Yeah, well, everything straight. else kind of you know, <laughs> yeah, he, brought a lot he, here. He lost that swag quickly. Uh, let's go out to uh, line three. Mike is in New Orleans. Mike, you're on ESPN Radio. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Good, good. Good. So, so here, here's here's a name from the boxing world that before Floyd Mayweather, there's Sugar Ray Leonard. Talk about swag in the ring. He was the man. If you don't know who he is, go back and watch his tapes. Yeah, I mean, he 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 did a lot of that whole like I'm going to drop my hands and wag my head back and forth and just you know dare you to come and punch me kind of stuff. That I do remember. I was young when Sugar Ray was, was, was boxing, but that I do remember. Uh, let's go to line five. Brandon is in Louisiana. Brandon, you're on ESPN Radio. It's Joe and Amber. Hey, guys. I'm going to uh, switch it up a little bit. I'm going to go with a bunch of athletes. Those 1980s, early 90s Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. Changed the whole yeah, game whole of college entire, football. That, that whole entire university. <laughs> Man, <laughs> yes, swag yes. Then. Yes, and you know what? I'm going to piggyback off of that, uh, Mark. We might as well throw the Fab Five in the early 90s. They, they, cha- they changed the look of college. Now, you trying to, oh, you trying to say that Jalen Rose and, and uh, Jimmy King and Chris Webber and Jawan Howard, they didn't change the look of college basketball with well, the baggy shorts and the black socks and the swag they had? They Those, absolutely we're talking about did. fresh. Five freshmen came in freshmen, yeah. and and knocked and knocked off and you know knocked off the world until it got to the championship game. Let's get a couple more here. Eight 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 say ESPN. Dan is in Connecticut. Dan, you're on ESPN Radio. It's Mark Zeno, Mike Wells in for Joe and Amber. Hey guys, love the show. Uh, how about a guy who was in college in the early '90s, before NIL? He was an All American. He was a can't miss NFL prospect. He had a book and a poster before he was even drafted. Brian Bosworth. 
Now, the Boz was up there. Boz was up there as a college player. When he got to the NFL, Bo Jackson <laughs> ran his backside over. That swag died right in that moment. Um, but, yes, the haircut, right? You know, the, 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 the midriff cutoff jersey that they wore back then, that was, that was the real deal. Listen, hey, we've been talking about a lot of boxing. You know, a uh, ESPN employee, yeah. Teron Davenport, just sent me a text. Man, we left off Muhammad Ali. We did leave off Muhammad Ali. I know. And we got a bunch of callers on the line who are all going to say Muhammad Ali, too, as well. So thank you for, for bringing that up, Teron. Uh, yeah, he clearly had a bunch of swag, uh, most definitely in the ring, too. Like, he was not shy about it. This next one I want to grab because this one I think is, is curious and funny. Let's go to Rob in South Jersey. Rob, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, you got to know the sport to know that this guy had incredible swag. I mean, I'm talking tomahawk chops to his pelvis, smoking cigarettes, and wearing yep. sunglasses. Yep. And we're talking about Pete Weber. That is correct. Who do you think you are? <laughs> I am. One of the best lines in all of sports. Coming up next on Joe and Amber, second half of baseball is underway. We'll tell you which team to look out for. Mark Zinno, Mike Wells in for Joe and Amber on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This has been the Joe and Amber podcast. You can listen to Joe and Amber live weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, or on your smart speaker. Joe and Amber, the podcast.